There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vets as fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Dude, What's up? What you doing? This is what you doing? Yes, uh, Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. Where these days we don't talk much about Phineas and Ferb. I mean, we do our justice for the podcast, but it's more about the vibes. These episodes uh, were good. I thought at least the second one. They were like solid. I don't know. Like I didn't like check the time on either of them, but like I also was like, okay, I hope this is wrapping up. <laughs> mm. Um, like they were fine. Um, anyways, I'm Felipe. This is Will. Nami's no. not here because she's a big girl with a big job um but uh we're here we're talking about Phineas and Ferb this is what you do and Will how's life you're wearing a nice little sexy sweater what is this color Thank pattern you. It's, blue it's, turquoise uh, red is that a Christmas sweater uh kind of not really it's it's actually a stretchy long sleeve hoodie but it's like a t-shirt hoodie uh yeah. from uh the folks at MeUndies I was gonna say it gives me undies. Yeah, it is MeUndies. Yeah, yeah, it is a it is a hoodie from MeUndies. Are you a MeUndies guy? Is that the yes. only MeUndies apparel you wear? Uh, no, all all of my underwear are MeUndies. We'd love to see it. They're, we're like not they're, sponsored. Are they expensive? Uh, they are about uh, eighteen dollars per pair. Per pair, but uh, if if you get one at a time, you can get packs for a okay. lot. But it's like a subscription thing. Yeah, because I'm like. I feel like you could probably buy a pack at Target for like twenty two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Will Will says I will my my family jewels will only be protected by the nicest underwear. There you go. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I, I I've got my sweater. I am officially on winter break. Um, so you're so, just gonna uh, watch a ton of TV this week? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna watch a bunch of suits. I'm going to uh, Big Brother Reindeer uh, Games. I watched like so. I have technically watched both of the episodes, but not all of both of the episodes. I want. I I really just watched like the last ten minutes of both of them to see who went home, mm. and I was pretty happy with those ten minutes both times. Listen, I'm here for Big Brother Reindeer Games. Give me a Big Brother Reindeer Games every single year. Forget RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. This is the content that we want. This is the uh, auxiliary show is that the word i'm looking sure. for this this is the auxiliary show that i want in my mtv cbs paramount plus cinematic universe will is coughing into his shoulder right now so let's give him a moment um That's okay. is... you could have you you, you could have I mean, there's a reason why i muted it well yeah no we didn't want to hear it but i was just like describing because i don't know how to vamp what is this a comedy you could have just kept saying what you were saying and didn't well, have I ran to draw attention to my... the train had left the station then. the choo-choo train um, this is a Phineas and Ferb podcast. We don't talk much about Phineas and Ferb anymore, but I did watch Love Actually, which is in the Phineas oh. and Ferb cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, the, it, would you call it the Phinematic universe? 
P-H-I-N-E-M-A-T-I-C. Um, I had a thought, but the train is not fully there this morning yet. So sure. I, I don't remember uh, what I was. Uh, I, was it, was it like I'm going to be it. in the pit? No, it's uh, that's a whole other pits. reference. Um, uh, no, it's like something about spelling. No, it was spelling like definitive. Technotronics. Know. No, no. Oh, that's oh. a Big Brother reference from Will of all people. Sure. Um, you're not a Big Brother girly, anyways. I'm not like, really. I. It, it's... Do you know when I was talking the pre-show about Jen Johnson? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. I, okay. I like. I I watched. Uh, I very hardcore watched Big Brother back in the day. Just not family? since. Uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Just not since like. I haven't really cared about Big Brother since like BB14. Well, you got to care about Reindeer Games because I'm obsessed. I am obsessed with it. I will watch this yearly. Like, I mm-hmm. shot it from the high heavens. This is some of the Here's, best. Big Brother I, I have a take about Big Brother that, and it's that the life feeds are unnecessary because people are happier without them. Look at Big Brother Reindeer Games. So. I, I, I think that's part of it. I think. That more so, more so than Survivor, but also Survivor, is most of the time, what what decides a good or a bad season for someone is if they like who who is doing well and who wins, or if they like the cast. Because if you like the majority of the cast, then you're going to probably be happy with the season, mm-hmm. and that's why I think Forty Five is like so good. Um, mm-hmm. Because well, like... like especially with Big Brother, because we like. We oh, seem to be we seem to be liking reindeer games, but we didn't really like BB twenty two. But like a lot of those people are the same people. It's just the people that we didn't like won in BB twenty two, and the people that we didn't like are not winning in reindeer games. Yeah, no, that's valid. No, a hundred percent. Like if you, if and like, I think I think we would hate reindeer games if if the, if the Sarif, first two people Felicia, out, America or Corey had won Big Brother twenty five. I feel like people would have loved it. Yeah, of course. Like and, and, if, and if if the first two people out of Reindeer Games were Daniel Reyes and Brittany, then we would hate Reindeer Games. Um, or if Taylor got out first, we would hate I Reindeer Games. I think I would like Reindeer Games. I think the majority of the people would hate Reindeer Games. I think I think the Big Brother community and like Survivor community as well, like the reality TV nerds like us, uh, the majority of them are very like biased in that seasons are made or break made or broken based on um who who does well like you're I saying mean, just, just look at how people talk about survivor 43 the people oh, hate it because people are one love but survivor like 43 but, i literally like, told owen in new orleans i was like you're not gonna believe me but i fucking love your season i'm yeah, obsessed me too. with it up, up until the last 15 minutes i loved everything about jesse and carla's story i love owen i love cat i big it, owen knight it's, fan it's it's a great it's a great season a lot of fun stuff happens um, up until the last 10 minutes when we don't understand why this guy won. I don't even hate the Gabler win. I thought it was hilarious. And Navi and I both like tee-hee-heed over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Navi was tee-hee-heeing more over the Survivor community being a meltdown. And mine was yeah, more like, mean... LOL, this is funny. Like, Gabler won out of nowhere. Okay, bye, next mm-hmm. season. Um, because at that point in time, I like really didn't care. And I'm like, I feel like people should be uh, a little less connected from these reality mm-hmm. shows in terms of like what happens i think you people would have a much healthier relationship with these programs if they touched grass 
And it wasn't their end all be all. And they remember that these shows at the end of the day are production for these corporations to make money. And they don't care about like your favorites doing where they're just telling a story. Um, and I think Jeff Probst really cares about his craft and what he does. And like, mm -hmm. he's just trying to make the show that he wants to see, but it may not be the show that you want to see. And I think we have to respect whatever Jeff does because Jeff, at the end of the day, he does care about this show a lot. And I, I, I would say Alison Grodner and Rich Meehan and all those people care about Big Brother. Like they put on a mm -hmm. lot of hard work every year. Um, they just value different things in their product and mm -hmm. they think, uh, about the show in different ways with like the like the deals that they have with like Outback and like whatever different company comes in to sponsor the reward every season they have to think about that they have to think about like how does our show not get stale they're trying to like not engineer moments but like mm -hmm. also create Kelly Wentworth Idol plays like mm -hmm. they love those moments Eric giving the necklace like they want they want these big popping moments and you want to get that every season but like if you keep the show like fresh and i like, try things maybe it's going to happen like caleb hitting the shot in the dark they love that moment probably and that's probably mm -hmm. like why they introduced the shot in the dark for something like that to happen so i don't know I, I i give the producers a lot more like fairness than i feel like the average fans but also i feel like if we start if we like disconnect ourselves from these people and like remember these are just characters on a tv show at the end of the day and they're real people, so we don't have to, like, be on top of it. Although Daniel Durston does suck. I saw Josh Martinez called him a Karen with mm -hmm. a Karen haircut. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I retweeted it. So, I don't know. I just went on a whole, like, ramble um, of anything. Uh, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, yeah, all, all I was saying earlier is I, I think I think people about Survivor are a little bit more able to separate the season from the winner. But... With Big Brother, it's all about who is doing well. Yeah. Like if if Taylor doesn't win Big Brother twenty four, it's one season. of the worst seasons ever. Yeah, and and since she won, it's a tolerable season. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think um, like I understand the the desire for the live feeds, right? Because then you're not then you're able to hold people accountable. You can see what's happening to Taylor because maybe they'll like wash it down for the episodes. And I understand that viewpoint, but I also understand that like. You're not at a certain point, there's going to be a threshold where you're not going to get as many people being their authentic selves. Like in Big Brother 3, Danielle was in the diary room. They had to change the jury because she was, um, they had to sequester the jury because she, they wouldn't have people being authentic in the diary room anymore. And at a certain point, like if you want good television, I don't know, maybe like you don't have to restrict the live feeds 100%, but I feel like there's maybe like an hour delay. And then, like, you can, like, cut the feeds more often. I feel like give people a little bit more privacy. Like, there's people, like, you know, there's those weirdos who watch the contestants when they're sleeping because they're pervy. Like, that's that's kind of fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like there should be, like, I I, I feel like there will someday soon be to... a union to protect reality television contestants. These people need to be a little bit more disconnected. Much like Candace in this episode of Phineas. Yes. Burn. Oh, look at that transition, baby. That was sexy. High five yourself. Uh, so we. And I'm upset. I, I did under on uh, off here. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if you could you could hear it on. We on don't the need mic. to hear. It. We just didn't see it. Um. We uh, okay. We're here to talk about Candace disconnected and magic carpet ride. You have any big thoughts about these episodes? 
fun. They were, I had a good time. I didn't dislike either of them. I feel like I'll give them both like a solid grading. It's not gonna like I'm not gonna remember these episodes much in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I felt Candace was done dirty in the first one. Like she is gonna get my point. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, I thought the songs were both really good. Um, yeah, compared- I did too. I I I actually really liked both of the songs here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought they were solid. They weren't like. The most memorable, like I'm not gonna remember. I don't even remember what the second one was. Oh, the magic carpet ride. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The aerial area rug. That's actually one of the few that I do remember from. Like we're we're getting to the point where I don't remember most of the episodes we talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, well, but the the magic carpet ride is one that I do remember. Let me also mention that this was weird to watch Lawrence around them the whole time. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the whole point is that they do stuff, and it was Lawrence that glued to Pinhead Pierre. Like he didn't have to pee at all. Maybe, maybe he did, and uh, you know, oh, thought it so was at raining. the screening, Jeff Probst was like talking about how uh, someone asked, like, do the Cameron people ever have to go to the bathroom? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I had to hold it for twelve hours during Baba Booey because this is a professional operation. Mm-hmm. And I thought for a was moment, that challenge really called Baba Booey? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, for for those who didn't hear the pre-show, which is everyone, uh, <laughs> Felipe got to go to the the. It was screening of the Survivor episode the yes, day before. I and I knew who went home for like a solid 21 hours before the rest of the world did. I mean, besides the people who were there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, Jeff Probst came out. I didn't get to take a photo with him, A, because he wasn't sticking around for photos, but B, our phones were locked away. So I couldn't even like be like, I'm here in the room with Jeff Probst. But mm-hmm. someone asked, uh, so uh, they, at, when we walked in, they were like, okay, write down a question for the on fire podcast. If you have anything, my question was like, does Jeff ever partake in any of the cool rewards? And I didn't even know about the helicopter reward. I was thinking of like the hot air balloon in Africa or like the great wall of China stuff. Like does Jeff ever get to do this himself when he's visiting these really cool Mm -hmm. locations? Um, And if so, what was his favorite thing he experienced on location? Um, So that was my question, but like we put it in an urn and then Jeff comes out and answers some of those questions um and uh someone had asked like do the camera people ever get to go to the bathroom and he was telling the story about in africa and i feel like i'd heard the story that like ethan fell off the challenge because he uh saw a camera person throw up but uh jeff's version of the story was like oh yeah a camera person threw up into his lap because like we take our professional we take our show very seriously and he didn't want to like step aside and put the camera down and like obviously if you have to if it's an emergency we're not going to like hold you accountable for this but like he literally said the guy like had the camera on him and then like literally like threw up into his lap. Oh God. Um, and then Jeff was also like, yeah, I thought about turning around on the pontoon in Palau, but I was like, no, um, I shouldn't do that. Um, and then he told a story about how like Tom Westman, like when they were setting up fire, he's like, they said nothing about smoke Jeffrey in this challenge. So then they had to take everything down because Tom Westman was like, I'm not losing a million dollars because there's smoke in my face and not in Ian's. So mm. yeah. So yeah, it was nice. fun. I've tried to think of any other stories. Um, but I, I had a great time. Uh I wish I was hungrier because they did have a spread for us at the end. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a fun event. If they ever do something in your area and you have the fortunate of going, I highly recommend. Shout out to Rob for uh me being on his list and shout out to Jeremiah Panhorst who coordinated everything. Cool. Um, we'd love to see it. So the te- the big takeaway I got from that story was they took away your phones, much like Candace in this episode, who has been losing her phone. 
So, okay, she was done dirty when her phone fell out the window and then that guy was like, all over it. Um, Mm -hmm. And Phidias, like, what the hell, man? Like, you could have walked over to that tractor, man. Um, I I felt bad for Candace in that moment. And then these motherfuckers send her to Easter Island because they don't, like, Mm -hmm. imagine if, like, there wasn't a turtle. Like, if this was a normal life where Agent T Mm -hmm. didn't exist and send a signal to Carl being like... Mm -hmm homeboy's girl is like lost in easter island get her platypus man to like save her um like she's fucked she's in easter island for the rest of her life like she's gonna mm-hmm. be like wilson <laughs> and i'm Tom- I'm, sh- I'm sure the boys would have figured it out uh, how would they know she was in easter island i mean they they would have they would have made some kind of like scan the world for candace machine and mm-hmm. found her within an afternoon did you see that Watch Mojo did a top 10 Doofenshmirtzinators? I didn't watch it, but I saw they did one. I it, did not see this. I didn't Are you a big Watch Mojo girly? Mm, I haven't been in a in a decade. I do sometimes stumble on them. Mm-hmm. And I, I... Number 15, Burger King Foot Lettuce. Is that a Bob's Burgers episode? No, it's a whole thing. Um, But anyways, no. So they did one, and I thought about sending it to the chat, but then... Y'all probably wouldn't have watched anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, how was I, I, I would watch it if you sent it to me. How was Hunger Games? It was really good. I was gonna I save agree. that. I was gonna save that for my uh, pop culture plug. Sorry, uh, at the end of this, but now I have a different pop culture plug. So, but what you think? Also, Rachel Zegler, I love her. Like she was great. she's great. Twitter girly. She's unhinged like us. Mm-hmm. Her what, what and I... America Lopez, the Latina Twitter girlies. What I what I've heard is that the book does a better job of showing why this guy becomes evil. Better there was a very like in the third act. There was a very like hard betrayal of another character that I was like, yeah. I feel like this wasn't earned in the movie. Right. It it felt a little bit out of nowhere in the movie, but the movie was already two and a half hours long. I feel like. Do you think they should have like split it up into two movies? No, I wouldn't have been interested. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I think part of the appeal of a Hunger Games movie is getting to see the Hunger Games themselves. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If you did, I love the, the whole... retro vibe though. I mean, here's the thing: if you make, if they make a hundred Hunger Games movies, I'm gonna watch a hundred Hunger Games movies. Yeah. I mean, they There's... should make a Haymitch prequel. Yeah, um, they're, they're they're so good. I, I wanna... but they're also like scarily like real. Like this was one of the first times I was watching movies like a dystopian movie. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, this is a little too real. Like televised mm-hmm. murder is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry to make it real, but I love Lucy Gray Barrett. I love bluegrass music. I learned in this movie. Like I always mm-hmm. like vibed with it, but I was like, oh, this is a bop. Um, the hanging tree, shaking mm-hmm. my ass to it in the middle of the theater because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm unhinged. Um, where's Nicole Horn when he need her? She would she would understand. But um, also to book tuberculosis on legs was one of the most foul reads mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Um, mm-hmm. Dill did not deserve that. Uh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Whale, Whale's like, no, Dill deserved everything. I mean, none of these people deserved anything they got, I guess, if, yeah. if they're being put into Jason, the Hunger Games. Jason Schwartzman is having a year. I, I, I did really like Jason Schwartzman. And he's in Quiz character. Lady. He's in uh, Spider Verse. He's in Wes Anderson stuff. So, like, he's I, mean, in, he's I think having... you should leave with Tim Robinson. He's having a year. Like, transparently, I did not know this man until this year. And now oh. he's like everywhere. But I know yeah. he's like been a thing. I'm not. I'm not. I mm-hmm. read his Wikipedia, of course, because I'm a scholar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who who are your like 2023 like celebrities that you think of like for this year like who are your stars Ooh. stars of this year get that um, brain still ready uh 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 paul walter hauser is one who sticks out to me uh what is he he has been in a lot of good stuff but but i guess none of that has really been this year um i feel like io Itabiri, yeah yeah i think definitely two pieces well and two... and 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 jeremy allen white true but i haven't seen the bear actually i need to the bear is Just... really good um, um no so paul walter well, Hauser, I, 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 I saw the uh oh hell yeah yeah my friend baka um is friends with him cool i uh um there's the trailer for the iron claw is what I saw in the movie. Is that with Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White? Yeah. Did the you wrestling see Zac Efron talking about the Wildcats? No. Getting his star on the Walk of Fame. Uh-uh. He said, oh, I love High School Musical. I sing the songs in the shower. Like, I love uh, Go Wildcats. I was like, yes. Even though he's just doing it for the girlies. I don't know mm-hmm. if he actually thinks about High School Musical that regularly other than, like, this is my start. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Vanessa Hudgens for the Walk of Fame next. That, uh, that That'll happen very soon, I'm sure. I feel like she's next. I feel like it goes her, then Ashley Tisdale, then Corbin Bleu. Uh, are 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 any of them doing anything outside of Disney stuff though? I mean, I mean, I mean uh, Vanessa Hudgens. I know Vanessa Hudgens is doing her. Oh, okay, she, yeah, I'll, I'll give her that. The thing uh, I think of her is is the the Princess Switch movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about that. Uh, there's also Ashley Tisdale. I think just does her YouTube channel and Phoenix and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fantasy and verb, there you go. Uh, I really don't remember much else from this first episode, other than I mean, I enjoyed was this it. the episode that Doof and Perry did the dance, and yeah, it was uh, fake Norm, the 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 dance baby song. I really enjoyed that song. Yeah, much better than uh. Oh no, that that song is uh, Dance Monkey. Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of. I mean, this one says "Dance Baby, Dance Baby," and that song says "Dance Monkey, a different Dance Monkey." Style. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. This this was a little disco-y. I disco-y. I very disco. much enjoyed this song. Good. Um. No. So, uh, you you love a disco song. I mean, you famously yeah, love disco miniature golfing queen, which is a banger. Mm-hmm. Um. Can we talk about love? Actually, by the way, like I'm sorry. Sure. Like, I've never thought. seen it, but we oh, can go ahead. You gotta see it. It's full of daddies and mommies. Okay. Um, okay. Emma Thompson, uh, Colin Firth. We don't talk about how sexy Colin Firth is enough. Like, mm-hmm. daddy. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant, like the lady who plays his love interest. Um, we have so many good needle drops. Like, I don't know. It's like, great. I don't know. And I uh, highly recommend. Martin Freeman's in it. And he's mm-hmm. in that new movie with Jenna Ortega that people are already canceling. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw people talking about that. I will definitely be watching it because I'm a Jenna Ortega girly. Um, I have not seen Wednesday though. Sorry, the ambulance are coming for uh, the Love Actually girlies right here. Mm. How many times have I said girly in this podcast? Do a shot every time I say it. Yeah, at least at least three or four. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite holiday movies? What is my favorite holiday movies? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I really like the movie Jingle Jangle that came out a couple years ago. The, the sort of musical one. Uh, I know Keegan-Michael Key plays the bad guy. And... Jingle Jangle? 
yeah, it was on Netflix. Jingle Jangle colon A Christmas Journey. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Monica Noni Rose. Oh my God. Ricky Martin? He plays the little toy. I it's a, watching this. I'm not a big fan of this it's really good. Switch one. I feel like Family Switch like is not catching me. Uh, is that the one? Is that the one that's kind of like a kind of like a? Uh, it's Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends was telling me about that yesterday. It's fine. I'm, the I'm... Naughty Nine for a kids movie. Banger. Mm. Oh, okay. Begley, he's gonna go places. Um, wh- what? Uh, so you haven't seen Love Actually? That's that criminal. No. You should. You would love it. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I, I will. Eventually. I know Nathan's a big holiday person. Yeah, Nathan has a whole list of but holiday he movies more he like has episodes to watch every year. than like movies, right? Some of them are movies. Some of them are specific episodes of things. Yeah, like I, I know some of his movies are like uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and Mickey's That's Twice not a Upon movie. a That's Christmas. A TV and uh, uh, it's snowed in at the House of Mouse. That's not a movie. That's a TV, TV special. special. Nathan, we gotta have words um, we gotta have a conversation i thought when you when i was talking movies i'm like no nathan's watching it's a wonderful night life all three hours every oh year. no I, I, you could ask him what his list is i'm sure he could tell you oh yeah i can I'll, probably I'll, I'll ask him right now i'll ask him right now i'll have it by the end of here the podcast who will he respond to first i don't have his number saved on this computer i have it on my phone but then some of it doesn't sync to my computer so i'll just let you text him um have you seen wish yet i have not seen wish i've heard i've, I've heard mixed things some people really love it and some people it's fine like, oh, the animation is, is really cool Disney. in the theater i thought the music were bangers but then listening to them on spotify maybe it's just like mm, i don't know but now the songs are stuck in my head um i've only heard the one song that's all over tiktok that just sounds very bland i could have sworn to you when i was in the theater i was like Lynn manuel wrote these songs right and then i look at the credits it's like julia michaels i'm like oh <laughs> oh no it's not good enough to be lynn <laughs> it, it feels like someone trying to be lynn t um so yeah so uh do finish what would you think of this norm head that wasn't norm like i wanted to see norm and this other norm interact i don't know about you oh yeah was was this not real norm oh this was prototype norm this is proto norm um yeah I, it, would it be possible for real norm and prototype norm to interact that would well, be yeah, kind of cool yeah i don't know why do we see i didn't know if it was norm like again? a consciousness thing uh let's see uh old norm head uh debut appearance and final appearance are candace disconnected did you catch the voice of of old norm head no who was it it was the the host of House of Villains himself, Joe McHale. Joe McHale? Oh, wow. You've been watching House of Villains? I have not, no. And I, I feel like my life is fine. I hear, I hear everyone saying, like, great things, but I just, like, it's too much of an effort. I don't even know yeah. where you would watch it. I don't you care You can watch it on NBC. I watched the clip of, but... um, I did watch the clip of New York calling Omarosa a lot of words. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have not seen it since New York has gotten gone out. But I watched and I feel the like your life is better. Episodes. Did you watch Squid Game The Challenge or no? Uh no I didn't. I feel like the the networks the Netflix password police have caught up to me, but also I don't care. Um yeah. So you're watching Suits on Peacock now? Yep. I I've been watching Suits on Peacock the whole time. Um. Have we ever have we ever FMK'd the men of that? Uh I think we have. Okay. Cause 
I, my my opinion stands. Push Lewis down the staircase. Uh yeah, I guess most of these are are uh uh episodes. Uh more so we we've got SpongeBob, we've got Christmas Who, it's a SpongeBob Christmas, SpongeBob's Road to Christmas, Fairly Odd Parents Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. For context, uh, uh, these are Nathan's watch list. A very glee Christmas. Uh which episode is that? Is that season two? If it's season two, that one's fine. And and also well. I I think he's got all four Glee Christmas episodes. Oh, you can here. skip the season four one and the season five one, Nathan. Please. He's, he says a very Glee Christmas. Although ex- the season five extraordinary, one extraordinary, very Xmas Glee actually previously unaired Christmas. That one's unhinged. That one is wild. That's the one where they have um mall stripper Santa um mm. steal right. from Rachel, Kurt, and Santana. They go back. They sing the Chipmunk song in their loft, and then he like steals from them. Uh, that's also where we get Santana as Mrs. Claus, which is a great like YouTube clip. But like the episode itself, mm-hmm. not worth your time, Nathan. Just watch highlight reels. Nathan, you watch all of these. Protect your peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Phineas and Ferb's Christmas Vacation, which you podcasted about. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, and Snowden at the House of Mouse. Again, TV specials, bestie. I feel like the Grinch is the only one, unless it's like the TV special. Uh, no, it it, it is the TV special. Yeah, okay, so I, it's so, not even the movie. Yeah, I, I I I had never seen the full list, so I I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um. What do you watch something every year for any occasion? Not really. No. Um. Yeah, I'm not a big rewatch guy. I feel like it's so like I know the plot. Maybe it's because like, I I. I need to like rewatch stuff if it's like falling asleep content. Because mm-hmm. even when I'm like trying to make dinner and I'm like, oh, let me put on an episode of like Ike Hurley or Drake and Josh, it's like mm-hmm. hard for me to focus. And I like to actually like be around the content. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm like rewatching it for a podcast purpose. He's about to sneeze. There was actually a funny sneeze episode in Phineas and Ferb. It was kind of gross. Um, but when in the second episode, Doofish Merce is dropping the paint balloons on people and then the guy on the date sneezes and he looks down for a second and then this like mucus yellow green yeah. balloon falls on this lady. It's supposed to be a sneeze joke. And I was just like kind of uncomfy, but also kind of laughing oh, at the same time. Sorry, uh, I, I missed one. There's a Netflix movie called Let It Snow. I think I've seen it. I think it's fine. There's a new Netflix movie that looks interesting called love hard who's in it is it jimmy uh, jimmy o yang yeah i haven't seen that one yet i did see there was one with uh kristen stewart on hulu a couple years ago um what's it called uh Nathan says that uh wikipedia says both mickey's once upon a christmas and twice upon a christmas are movies I think they're TV specials, but Pop-Up King. I don't want to fight Nathan. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit too much of a fan to fight him. Oh, Jamil Yang had a great role in 80 for Brady. I didn't see 80 for Brady. Highly recommend. Everyone should watch 80 for Brady. I also, uh, that, that's part of, I think, why uh, I don't know what celebrities are having a big 2023, because I was out of the country for a good chunk of it. I kind of want to watch this Monkey King movie. Or- Monkey King? That Jimmy O. Yang's in. 
I thought it was a show for a second. I was oh, like, it's, oh no, it's uh happiest season on Hulu. That's a really good one. Okay. Um, does the Fablemans count as a Christmas? Or I mean, not a Christmas movie, a holiday movie. I don't think so, but I don't. I haven't seen it. Came out of the holiday season last year. That's maybe why. Sure. I mean, I also associated Avatar as a holiday movie. Interesting. It, maybe it's because it's when it comes out at time of year. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't really have any like go to favorite holiday movies. Uh, there was um. I mean, Klaus. Is that how you say? I, that's a banger. That's, that's one that I've been meaning to watch. My mom watched it recently and said it's it was very so good. good. I, I, I remember I when it came out, people talking about it, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I highly recommend. Um, so how overall, Candace disconnected? Good episode. Mm-hmm. Would you want one of these phones? I know we'll talk about it in the segments, but like, um, yeah, I think so. I would have. I, I I'm addicted phone. to a screen. Do you think Navi would take this phone or no? It's not better than reading. Hmm. We could visit Navi if we had this phone. Yeah, I think. I think. I think she would like it. We love Navi in this house. Everyone, go tweet at Navi. I feel like at least Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas was uh, maybe uh, uh, uh direct to dvd or something i mean sure they're movies but i also feel like yeah both both of these were like direct to tape like like mickey's once upon a christmas was seven minutes that's a yeah but it it was originally released on vhs and dvd i wouldn't call it a film it's like a tv special that's what it's the vibe it's a tv special that's that's like Went to straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A, a, a TV special that was not uh, released on TV. Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a glorified TV special. Like it's not a film, but maybe it's like because in twenty twenty three films are like two and a half hours long at least, and it's like yeah overwhelming. We need to bring back intermissions. I'm sorry. Like I have no interest in seeing Killers of the Flower Moon because it's three and a half hours. Yeah. I mean that's that's that was what kept me from it. And it also feels very sad and i don't know i don't know i don't want to be like sad for three and a half hours without an intermission uh whereas avatar mickey's twice upon mickey's twice upon a christmas came out in 2004 and they didn't air it on tv until 2013 so it is a tv special at at some point uh i don't know just does he not include the charlie brown christmas does he not have the Rugrats Hanukkah episode? Does he not have the Rugrats Kwanzaa episode? He already has so many things. Yeah, but he has to. He should. I don't know, Nathan. We should diversify. I the think. A, I, I think a lot of these things came from things that we had on DVD Valid. when I was a kid. You had the SpongeBob stuff. We might have some SpongeBob stuff. I don't. I. Uh, I. I think. Like, because the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, Snowed in the House of Mess. Those we all I had have that on, on DVD. VHS, baby. Um, and, uh, the SpongeBob stuff, I mean, the Glee stuff, I know he watched on Netflix, but, uh, Nathan, protect your piece. You can skip the Glee episodes. Just listen to the albums. Yeah. I I, I don't know. 
Although, do be listening to Prayers for the Broken by Naya Rivera, the new song they put out. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Um, do we want to talk about the second episode? Because I don't really yeah. know what else to talk about for the first episode. Sure. Magic Carpet Ride. The boys. Oh, actually, no, I do have a question for you. When yeah. when did you get your first cell phone? When did I get my first cell phone? I was in sixth grade, and it was a Sony Ericsson flip phone. Sony Ericsson. It was orange. Orange and charcoal gray. Fun. Oh, I remember these. Yeah. I had a Nokia flip phone. Nice. Like the basic one. My older brother had a Motorola Razor, of course. They were all the rage. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I also got my first cell phone in eighth grade. Oh my God, I literally found mine on Google Images right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you want to share your screen? Um, sure. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, what a throwback. Oh, mm-hmm. so sexy. I miss Nokia 6085 GSM AT&T quad band mobile flip phone. Yeah. And then later I had, um, I don't know what kind of phone it was, but it was like a touchscreen with the slide texture. Mm-hmm. That was my second phone before I got an mm-hmm. iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then Will is an iPhone hater. I haven't had an iPhone since the iPhone 5. I was a big cut the rope time travel guy. Mm-hmm. Did that Goober have a name? Uh, I think that was his name, Goober. Cut the rope. Omnom. Omnom. Might as well be Goober. A goofy Goober, if you're nasty. Uh, so the boys are watching Pinhead Pierre with Lawrence. Pinhead um, Pierre, and they're they're not impressed by the the magic carpet scene. Uh, the the effects are like kind of cheap. You don't see. Um, so they're like, oh, we'll we'll make your own magic carpet, and then they fly around the city in in a modified carpet. Uh. uh there's a song, parody song of a whole the, new world. The aerial area rug, the parody of a whole new world. I really enjoyed this song. It was kind of funny. Pinhead Pierre. Um, what's Candace doing in this episode? She's I I actually cookies. I actually really loved Candace's plot in this episode too with the fortune cookies. Yes. Are you a big fortune cookie guy? I I like I don't like the taste of them. But I, like, I like the concept. I like eating them when I drink water right after and they're super soft and squishy. Um, but I love, I love a fortune. Um, mm-hmm. I love a Panda Express fortune because they're always mm-hmm. the kindest. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been to a Panda Express. I've I, never I been to PF Chang's and I would love to try one. Oh, PF Chang's is good. It's like the Olive Garden for Chinese food is what I understand. Um, I would say it's closer to an Outback Steakhouse for, for, uh, Chinese food. It's a li- it's a little bit of a step up. From I mean, there's Garden. an Olive Garden and an Outback right across the street from each other where I live. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's something about me that that feels like Outback is a little bit higher quality than Olive Garden. Oh, it probably is. Um, yeah, no. Also, like Outback, their seafood slaps. Like, because mm. I was when I got back from New Orleans, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm tired. I'm not gonna cook. What should I do? And then I was like, okay, well, I have Outback. I have Olive Garden. I went to Outback and I was like, do I want steak or salmon? And I went with the salmon because I'm going to Brazil next week. Mm. 
Cool. There's a there's a Rick and Morty episode where they do this thing about uh, fortune cookies, and it's kind of why it's not as wild as this, but it, or sorry, it is much more wild than this. This is not as wild as Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. but this made me think of that. Um, yeah, I I love a good fortune cookie. What's your favorite Chinese food dish? My favorite Chinese food dish, I love uh, oh, sesame chicken's great. Uh, General chicken. General Sao's. Green uh, beef, yeah, beef with broccoli. Have you? Do you remember that girl? This was like after Rebecca Black's Friday. Um, mm-hmm. I think her name is Allison. Chinese Gold. food, Allison Gold. Gold, uh, of, uh, of course, of course. I remember Allison Gold. I love Chinese food. I hope that the girl didn't get Chinese bullied food. off the internet, but like, it was, it was, Black was, it was. Uh, I feel was, like this song was horrendously racist. Allison Gold also had a song called A B C D E F G. Is that the one that went famous? No, that's A B C D E F U. Um, okay. no, both both A B C D E F G and Chinese food were produced by the same production company. That that's made Friday. Friday. Yeah. You and see the, the video the of, the, of the guy. He takes the panda suit off. Yeah. yeah. He should be canceled. Patrice needs to be canceled. What did Patrice do? I don't know. He was at the slumber party in a big panda suit. True, but like, all... is he actually like creepy, or is it just I like, don't know. the character? That he's portraying. My my favorite song of that genre. Is um, Friday. No, it's oh, I I do love Friday, uh, but it's uh, My Jeans by Jenna Rose. <laughs> love it. The 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 uh, chorus to the song goes, Hannah Montana's wearing my jeans. Ashley Tisdale's wearing my jeans. Kiki Palmer's wearing my jeans. I just can't believe they wore those jeans like me. And it's it's got a feature from Baby Triggy. Unreal. You really got okay, okay. That that might be my pop culture plug of the week. Go watch My Jeans by Jenna Rose. Um, what about Jeans and Jorts? Is that a song? No, it's those cats. Oh. I don't I don't know much about Twitter cats, I'll be honest. You know who does? I do know. Jay does. Yeah. Jay sent me a Hanukkah card from their cats. Oh, yes. Not them and two? Well, I mean them and their cats. Yeah. They were giving them out like candy. At- yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I love New Orleans. If if it was this week, would you have gone with me? Um, maybe. Yeah, I I mean, it, it it's it's hard. It's it's yeah. a weird time of the year. It's a weird time of the. What's your favorite Christmas song? What is my favorite Christmas song? I I do have a holiday hits playlist. Is the um, hippopotamus one on there? No, it's not. You should go check out uh, Matt Rogers' uh, Christmas album. Oh, uh, it's very I, funny. I listened to one of those songs. Um, also, like I love that he called out whatever news publication confused Jolkin Booster and Bowen Yang again. Mm-hmm. It was like I, an article about racism in the Asian community and like the stand-up mm-hmm. scene, and then conflated a quote. From Boeing Yang to Joel Kim Booster, or mm-hmm. um, and then Matt Rogers, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, Sam and Chan are both big fans of uh, Las Culturistas, Boeing Yang and Matt Rogers. Podcast. I heard they had some unhinged greatest music of all time takes. I haven't, I haven't, but uh, so so Matt Rogers had a Paramount Plus special called I, I, I think the album is called Have You Heard of Christmas. But there, there's an album that goes along with his his special. Have you seen Fire Island? I haven't yet. 
highly recommend if you like these people. Uh, but uh, uh, he has a song on the album called Hottest Female Up in Whoville. That is yes, all about, that's the one uh, that I was listening to. It's it's all about Christine Baranski's character in the 2000 Grinch movie. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, God's Up to His Tricks is a really funny song. Uh, Lube for the Sleigh is a really funny song. For the Sleigh. Rockefeller Senna. Uh, let's see what's on my what's on my holiday hits playlist aside that, that's that's a bit out there. Here I here I my favorite genre of Christmas song is uh, songs that a regular song exists and then the artist changes some of the words to make it about the holidays. Um, so the okay, most well. recent of these is Sabrina Carpenter, a nonsense Christmas. <laughs> Uh, but there's also uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire has a song called December that is just the song September, except they say 25th night of December instead of 21st night of September. It's otherwise the same song. Uh, and another really funny one is that I just discovered this year is Weedus uh, Christmas Dirtbag, where they, they take Teenage Dirtbag and, and make it Christmassy. Uh, the 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 best the best new Christmas song is uh, Kelly Clarkson's song "Underneath the Tree." Oh, I I do like that one. That one that one rips. Also, um, Megan Trainer has a great version of "Last Christmas." Mm-hmm. I won't lie, I love. Megan uh, Trainor. Casey Musgraves has a great Christmas special. Space Casey. Uh, a couple songs, uh, "Ribbons and Bows" and "Glittery" are the ones I have on my. But her whole special is very good. Um, just see. CRJ have any Yeah, I, I I do have three color Gypsum songs. She's got a cover uh oh, actually I think I've got four on here. She's got a cover of Let It Snow, she's got a cover of uh uh Last Christmas by Wham. Uh and then she has a couple originals. Like Griffin. Right. Uh she has a couple originals. One is called Mittens and one well, you're not my mittens, baby. And, and one is called It's Not Christmas Till Somebody Cries. Uh which is which is really funny. Yeah. Um Dominic Michael the Blay. Donkey, the Italian Christmas donkey. That's also on here. Um I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, no crumbs. Uh the pentatonics, of course. I feel like Ricky Martin has some good Latino Christmas songs. And then okay. also Michael Buble has a great Christmas album. Yeah, he really does. Um and I forget, was it Talia who he does Feliz Navidad with? I love it. Um Lawrence has a cover of this Christmas that was from the the movie Noel with uh, Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Are they still dating? Uh, Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Were Were they dating? Yeah. I did. I didn't they know were. that. I'm trying to. What's the I thought, he? Okay. Uh, let's see. He divorced his wife in 2018. Don't lose sight. That's the one that I remember. Yeah, playing. that one's good. Baby, don't lose sight. But then they keep singing it over, over again. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Huh? Yeah, they were dating at least at some point. Interesting. Is she in the Trolls movie also? Yeah, she's like the main one. She's, she's Poppy. Poppy. She's Poppy. Yeah. yeah. Is he in the Trolls movie? I don't know. He was in Inside Out one, but is not in Inside Out two. Yeah, they recast. He, he got because... replaced by Tony Hale. Oh, Tony Hale's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we love um Bill Hader and Tony Hale. Uh, my favorite is Will Arnett. 
in that archetype. Oh, but he can't be in a movie with Amy Poehler. Yeah. R.I.P. That was one of my favorite relationships. But love doesn't always last forever. Um, Do we have any more to say about Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, we didn't even talk about the second episode. So, like, Doofenshmirtz did, uh, back in Gimmelstoom, uh, Roger sneezed on his photo or something. Oh or he like, yeah, he 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 ruined his his painting. I wanted to know what the painting was. Yeah, was it balloony? Oh, he's he's built a sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. Do you like sloppy Joes? I don't hate him. I love a good sloppy Joe. George from eyebrows, eyebrows. likes a sloppy something else. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Doofenshmirtz plot here. It, it, it real uh, uh, Doofenshmirtz is uh, like uh, Roger is actually being a good brother for once. Yeah, it's like you know I'm a big fan of the arts. I'm gonna I I had my brother's painting restored. You have uh, the and Roger then, and then... Roger Doofenshmirtz look. Sans mustache. I feel like what, what does Roger Doofenshmirtz? Doesn't he look have glasses like? also and like short hair? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, kind, kind of, kind of. I, I feel like his hair is white, though. Am I, am I making this up? No, I'm, I am making this up. I'm thinking of someone else. Um, I mean, your hair could, could be yeah, white. I could, could I could see it. it. I could, I could see if you give Roger Doofenshmirtz a mustache. I, I could see it. he's a little bit more, uh, 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 built. Okay. He's six two. You're like five eleven. I'm five ten. And half, yeah, I didn't know half. I think it's five ten. Um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed yeah. this this and part of the episode too. Perry like uses his flipper to like um wheel himself to the back, uh, and then th- that's how the balloons. I mean, are you a big water balloon guy? I was when I was a kid, but I haven't been in a long time. I feel like water balloons should be brought back they're probably not great for the environment but. yeah I, i'm sure they make some biodegradable ones or something they're, it's it's really that they're just so hard to pick up and honestly since since we got dogs that that's when we stopped being water balloon people mm-hmm. is because the dogs want to run around and they, What's the, you, you don't want is there lots uh, of grass in oklahoma like in my head it's like yeah. all like dirt road i mean there's there's grass I mean, I'm sure that I mean, even, even the, the, the eastern side of the state has a lot of trees, too. I mean, there's not a lot of trees where I'm from. In my head, it, in my head it's like very like desert, like plains. Yeah, I mean, it, it, take me home country roads. The the western part of the state is is very plains, but plains have a lot of grass. Where Will and his best friend Tori Meehan are from. She's from the other side of the state. But you love her. You didn't deny best friend. <laughs> uh, I knew you were saying it to try and uh, get a rise out of me, and I won't give you the satisfaction of that. Will and Tori have the same belief system. No, I'm kidding. That is not. That is slander. True. That is slanderous. Uh, we should get out of here. Uh, do we do we miss anything from the episode? Uh, Candace. Uh, what is a uh, fortune cookie? Yeah, Jeremy's on neither of these episodes, which I was like not mad at. Mm-hmm. Um. Vincent Martell is still horny on Twitter. I'm just trying to vamp while you pull up the spreadsheets. Uh, um, I don't know. I haven't seen him on Twitter in a he while. Did, he said something horny recently. And he had like a lot of likes too, which was upsetting. But like, I mean, listen, we love a sex positive king. Maybe let's like reshape how we talk about Vincent Martella. Like, 
he wants sex and he's open about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're giving Roger a point. What the hell? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Oh, um, uh, Marcus Pork content hilarious. I love Marcus Pork. Are you a gay? He he. Yeah, we we had a whole a, a whole thing about Marcus Pork. I showed on, my family on... Marcus Pork during the holidays, and my brother thought it was hilarious, and my mom was like, "What the hell?" Mark Marcus Pork is the king of comedy right now. I do. I did buy a Marcus Pork Rogers. shirt. Um, oh, which one? I bought a shirt. Give me just a second to grab it out of my closet. Oh my god! I hope it's the free bleed one. Maybe the autism. It, it was. It whatever. was. It was not. It was not free bleed Friday. <laughs> Uh, it could be the autism awareness one. It could be the bisexual awareness one. It could be the gays for something. No, it was it, so okay. It could I, be the I OCD one. I can't find it right now. It is the anxiety one. It says it's anxiety boy summer. Let's overthink on the beach and uh, oh, what it says. Uh, let's overthink on the beach and and do something else. Oh, and and worry about being liked. That's what it says. Oh my god. I can't did you get it, it yourself right or did someone get it for you? No, I bought it. You bought it. You support you support your favorite creator. Yeah. He's Marcus Port. I uh recently his his most recent thing oh is uh, you have a bookmark. Oh. Holidays are sexist. Holidays are sexist. <laughs> Jesus is a woman. Please use help me co- spread awareness. For for twenty percent off, use code Mrs. Jesus. Uh, he also has his Autis the Season collection. Autis you think the he's season. making bank? I hope so. $50 for a shirt that says Jesus. Uh, $50 for this hoodie. Oh. The the shirts are 32 The hoodies are 50 The sweatshirts are 45 It's $32 for a shirt that says Jesus is a woman. Uh, it's holiday. Let's be infected with religion and smash our prayer hands for God. It's bisexual time. And do the nuzzling with the homos. That's my favorite quote. It looks like right now the, the bestseller is the Autis the Season. Feel free to get me an ADHD one for my birthday. Not the one bisexual says, uh, one with his, uh, his face on it. Billy <laughs> Ray Cyrus and Panera are conspiring against me. <laughs> There you go. That's that's your Marcus Port corner for the week here. I, I mean, we're honestly at this point almost Marcus more Port of a Marcus Port con- uh, I mean, podcast I love than Marcus. the Arcanism Verb podcast. How did you find this man? He just stumbled on your TikTok? I can't hear you. How did you find this man? No? Is my mic off? Now you're back. Uh, how did you find this man? TikTok. But, like, what he just of- popped up. He just popped up on the FYP one day. And you said Sanavi, and you're like, this man... Yeah, Marcus Pork is 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 a funny guy. Would you say our three branches of social media, Navi is Twitter, you are TikTok, and I'm Instagram? I could see that. Cool. I had this thought the other day. What's what's popping on the LinkedIn? I don't know. You oh, don't worry. Job? Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Well, I support you in all your endeavors. Love LinkedIn. Um, uh, do we want to start with the points? Or since we're already here, uh, yeah, I've, I've already got this one open. I I gave Candace the point. Give Candace in the first another point episode, for me also. And I gave uh, in the second episode. I think Roger Doofenshmirtz, who has never gotten a point, I need to add him to the list. Uh, Roger Doofenshmirtz has never gotten a point. 
but in this episode he was he was proving to you know, be a good brother in this episode by wanting to show his brother's art to the world uh so i gave roger doofenshmirtz my point um i support you in that endeavor of yours i'm gonna give it to candace because she wasn't focused on busting brothers again Candace gets three points today, which pushes her into a tie for the lead with Heinz Doofenshmirtz. Right? Oh, no, she Hi- jumps Stacy. Uh, she jumps Stacy. So in first place, we have uh, Heinz Doofenshmirtz and Candace. Second place, we have Stacy with three points. And in third place with two points, we have Navi and Baljeet. We love the daisy sticking together. Um, Tier list. What uh, so we have five tiers from top to bottom. Episodes could be Queen of Mars, Yummy Yummy Yummy, Okay, Satellite Fell to Earth, and Busted. Where do you put? Um, I put Candace both in. disconnected. I put both of them in um the fine category. What's it? Okay. 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 That's I how am... I feel. Oh. Oh. What did I do? Third cookie phase out. What did you hold do? on? I think I I, I hit. William tried to murder our spreadsheet. No, I I think I I know what I did. There we go. I hit Control Shift C instead of Control Shift V. Uh, So I'm going to put Candace disconnected in OK, and I'm actually going to put Magic Carpet Ride in Yummy 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 for me. I oh, wow. I really enjoyed this one, especially on my. I I watched it when I thought we were going to record a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again yesterday, and I really enjoyed it yesterday. So I'm gonna put this one in yummy, yummy, yummy. I love that. Um. Yeah, I don't think I've seen many of these. Me neither. I I am I'm looking forward to it. Um. Next Skittly time. Whiffers. What the heck? I do kind of remember Skittly Whiffers. It's it's this very like T-ball? Calvin Ball kind of okay. thing. Uh, Meatloaf Surprise is something that yeah. Next I've... next time we have well, Bad Hair Day and Meatloaf Surprise. Are these better than Reading? We didn't do any of that. Yeah. So let's see. Is is the cool cell phone better or worse than Reading? I think yes, because yes. you can probably read on the cell phone. Uh, and is the Magic Carpet Ride better or worse than Reading? Yes. I frankly would be worried about the safety. That is valid. Like if there's seatbelts, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've got a thing about heights. I think that this like this this would make me pee my pants. And reading doesn't tend to make me pee my pants, so I'll I'll stick with reading for this one. I mean, hosting Survivor could make you mm-hmm. want to pee your pants, depending on how long the challenge is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both of both of these songs, I think, are are bangers for me. I I really playlist material. Playlist uh, material. I love the disco one. I love the whole new world parody. I'm a big fan of both. Impress the professor. Um, let's see. What uh, the staininator? I don't think the staininator does. Is that the water balloons? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just water balloons with paint in them. Um, and then what's the other one? Uh, uh, the, let's see. The rope in- thing. No. Oh, the norm. Disconnected. Oh, yeah, it was no, the norm it's the, prototype. It's the oh, we didn't even talk about Vanessa getting like carried home, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's a good dad. He's a good dad. He's not so mm-hmm. bad a dad at all." Mm-hmm. The pick him up anator. I think that's hey. pretty good. I think this would be impressive. Shit. Sure enough. <laughs> no, 
we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. Next time, we've got Bad Hair Day and Meatloaf Surprise. Speaking of freaky shit. Well, Felipe, where can the people find you? Um, on all social media at with the fleep. Uh, you can follow the comedy podcast page, Brazilian Dragon. Uh, my pop culture plug is uh, Jay Maya's music, Library Card, Sunday Crossword, Achilles Heel, Banger, 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 Golden Road, like so many good shit. Like go listen to Jay Maya. I'm one of the girlies, and she's she's one of the nicest Sarara contestants I've ever met. So, cool. We stand. Um, William, what's your pop culture plug besides you, the Ballad of Lucy Gray? You can find me anywhere at Davis, Will on, on all major social media. Um, my pop culture plug was can going I guess? to sure, you're it's not gonna get Tim it. Tim Robinson sketch where he's um the guy with the hat and the flaps, and then they're at court and he's getting all these trays, even though it's not mm-hmm. involved. That is that is a good one. Uh, comma, but so I, I did yesterday see. A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes in the theater. Really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I saw a trailer for a movie that I'm very excited for called Argyle. Uh, that's that's starring Bryce Dallas Howard and Catherine O'Hara and Owen Wilson and Samuel L. Jackson and John Cena and Dua Lipa. Um, Dua Peeps? That, that uh, It's from the same uh, director that did the Kingsman movies, and it has a very similar vibe to, to that. I should watch the um, Kingsman movies. I'm a big Taron Edgerton girly. Uh, so that one was fun. My actual uh, uh, pop culture plug is a new podcast that I've been listening to called Normal Gossip. Oh, I've heard of this. They, they and have, Erica was uh, on it, right? Erica, yeah, Erica Kasupanen was on the episode that just released yesterday that I have not listened to yet, but she was on the episode. What do they um, talk about on normal gossip? Do they just talk about like celebrity gossip? So like- no, every episode they it it is like uh listeners send in gossip stories from their own or their friends' lives and they will like go through a process of like anonymizing everything and changing some of the details to so you can't trace it back to who it's about. Uh and then they just tell this anonymized gossip story to their guests every week. Uh, and it's very fun and it's very messy and I love the show. Normal gossip. Okay, I've heard great things about it. And so like Erica's gossip is so she's just like the co-host for the week. Uh yeah, she's just the guest for the week. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we love Erica Kasupanon. I feel like she gets like a bad rap from Survivor fans, but I think she was like a better player than people give her credit for. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way we're seeing D and Julie play is probably how like Eric and Heather played. Mm-hmm. In comparison, I don't know. I feel like that relationship was done edited badly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know comparison comparatively. Next time, bad hair day, meatloaf surprise. This has been what you doing. Until next time, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. What you doing today? I know, you know, what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.